Three weeks remain in the regular season for Big 12 basketball, so let's talk about the league race on Sports BKC, presented by Big O Tires. It's Monday, February 17th. Happy President's Day. I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. I didn't know it was a federal holiday until I started driving toward downtown and didn't hit any traffic. Hey, I'm good with President's Day as a as a federal holiday. Maybe maybe we can throw in Harry Truman for a little local flavor here in Kansas City. So Lincoln, Washington, and Harry Truman will recognize them on President's Day. Hey, so let's talk about the league race. It begins with Baylor in Kansas, and from there, well, well, that's it. It's an unusual year in the Big 12. Typically, with three weeks and five or six games remaining until the conference tournament at Sprint Center, there's a handful of teams involved in the race. Maybe you remember this from last year, maybe not. But, but this time a year ago, Texas Tech and Kansas State, along with KU and Iowa State, were all part of the first-place chase, with the Red Raiders and Wildcats emerging as co-champions That ended Kansas' 14-year streak of finishing first or tied for first place. This year, it's just a two-team race, with Baylor, the nation's top-ranked team, taking the lead. And the Bears and KU are on a collision course with Saturday's game at Waco. Before then, however, there's some work to do. The Jayhawks play host to Iowa State tonight on Big Monday, KU enters that game as a 16-point favorite, but the Cyclones looked terrific on Saturday in a 29-point victory over Texas, and they did it without their best player, point guard Tyrese Halliburton. He he injured his wrist last week in a game against K-State and is out for the season. Baylor has a tougher task before the weekend's game. They've got to visit Oklahoma on Tuesday. The Sooners lost by 17 at KU on Saturday on a day where Guard Marcus Garrett played the best game, or at least his best game of the season. Six three-pointers, 24 points, four steals. And then the four steals came in a first-half flurry that changed the game. But the Sooners, they're an NCAA tournament team if the season ended today, and they've lost only one game at home this year, and that was to Kansas. So if Baylor and KU take care of business and come up with victories early this week, They'll have a combined 22-0 record since their previous meeting in Lawrence. That's, that's pretty remarkable. Baylor would be in first place with a perfect league mark in that game. Kansas would be second with one loss. And entering the week, Texas Tech was the third-place team at 7-5, and five, thus a two-team race. The victory over Oklahoma improved Kansas to 11-1. It's the Jayhawks' best start in Big 12 play since the 2009-2010 season, but they're in second place. I asked Bill Self what it was like to have a team playing as well as the Jayhawks and still be in the chase mode. Here's what he had to say after the Oklahoma game on Saturday. The thing about it, we want to win the league bad, and, and Baylor will want to win the league bad, and, and uh, it won't be a failure if we don't uh, uh, because there's obviously, you know, there's other things to play for and everything. But, you know, the, the best we could be right now is is being the number one overall seed in the tournament, and we're the number two at this joint. That's a, I mean, at this moment, that's the best that we could be. So, I don't think we failed because we 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 aren't that. Uh, and the reason we're not is because Baylor beat us on our home floor, and they deserve it. So, uh, it, I, I'm not looking at it like uh, uh, that we haven't uh, uh, done as well as our record because we're in second place. I'm looking at it like. 
you know what, we played pretty good. We just got beat by a team that was better than us that day, and, and we get a chance to get them back. And, and uh, you know, there's still a lot of work left to do. So it, I, I'm pretty pleased where we're at. Because uh, you say before the season, would you sell out for being, what are we, 11 and 1? Are we 11 or 12? I don't know what we are. 11. So we shake, get it right. So we, 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 if, if, if we're 11 and 1, you know, every coach in America would sell out for that in conference play, I would think. Our biggest tire sale of the year happening now at Big O Tires. Buy two tires, get two free on select tires in stock. That's two tires free when you buy an alignment and tire protection package. That's 50% off tires at Big O Tires. It's going on now, but it all ends soon. Buy two tires, get two free at all participating Big O Tires. Installation additional plus shop fee of up to 10% of non-discounted retail price, not to exceed $35. Hurry, sale ends Monday, President's Day. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. We're back on Sportsbeat KC. I'm Blair Kirkhoff, and we're talking about the home stretch of the Big 12 basketball season. So we're down to Baylor and Kansas for first place. If the Bears win at OU on Tuesday and hold serve against the Jayhawks this weekend, the race is all but over. And at that point, the only mystery remaining will be to see if Baylor can become the first 18-0 team in Big 12 history. If that happens, Baylor would become the 16th team, by my count, in the history of the conference that started as the Missouri Valley Intercollegiate Athletic Association in 1908, to own a perfect conference record. Old KU coach Fog Allen called those teams ever-victorious teams. Baylor would become the first since KU went 16-0 in 2002 to finish with a perfect league mark. That's the only other Big 12 team in the league's 23-year history to finish undefeated in league play. There's been another 18-0 team in, in conference history. That was Oklahoma in 1928. At any rate, it seems crazy that KU can finish with a record of 16-2, and that is win the rest of their games except the Baylor game, and not finish first. A 16-2 and record is the best to win the Big 12 in terms of number of victories. Kansas did that in 2012 and 2017. But that's how good Baylor has been, and unexpectedly so. The Bears received no votes in the preseason AP poll. They did get a vote or two in the preseason coaches poll, and I'll give Big Big 12 coaches credit for recognizing Baylor before anyone else. The Big 12 coaches had the Bears pick second in the preseason conference poll behind Kansas. And still, after Baylor lost its second game of the season to Washington on a neutral floor in Alaska, who could see this season coming? But the impressive non-conference victories started to pile up. Villanova, Arizona, Butler, and to me, 
The big eye-opener occurred in the second Big 12 game when the Bears went to Texas Tech and won. Their next game was at Kansas. Obviously, Baylor would fall flat, right, coming off a tough win at Lubbock, but no. Baylor hit the accelerator late in the first half in Lawrence and took a 13-point halftime lead that cruised home to a 12-point triumph in Allen Fieldhouse. It was the program's first victory in Lawrence in 18, 18 attempts. Scott Drew's teams have been competitive for most of his years in Waco. He got there the year Self became the Kansas coach, making those two the Big 12's elder statesmen. And the Bears have appeared in the postseason in 11 of the past 12 years in the NCAA tournament in eight of those years. This is by far the greatest stretch in Baylor basketball history. The number one ranking Baylor has owned for five straight weeks now is the first in program history. They're doing it with great defense, although not much of the zone Scott Drew's teams have been known for. They enter the week ranked fifth nationally in scoring defense at 58.4 points per game. KU is seventh at 60.2 points per game. Baylor's getting outstanding play from many, but especially sophomore guard Jared Butler and junior guard Maceo Teague, transfer from UNC Asheville. Although Teague didn't play in the Bears' previous game, the walloping of West Virginia in Waco on Saturday. Neither of those players was a top 100 recruit out of high school. And during Big 12 media days back in October at Sprint Center, Scott Drew was asked about how his program identifies and recruits talent. I thought it was an interesting response to a question from Chuck Carlton of the Dallas Morning News. Well, I think uh, uh, the longer we've we've been at Baylor, too, we've been able to maybe get a chance to get a better feel for players three and four years out, recruit them longer, see them in our camps, and uh, get a feel for uh, just the intangibles, the character part, who's going to work hard, who's going to keep developing, who's going to be coachable. And I think uh, uh, we've put more stake into that, more ownership into that. And uh, because of that, we've had players that have come that uh, haven't been ranked as high. And uh, Torian Prince uh, uh, just signed uh, an extension and close to $30 million. And he was a guy that uh, uh, was ranked 25th in the state coming out, going to Long Island University. And uh, didn't start until his senior year. And uh, was a great player for us. Uh, but coming in people wouldn't have known who he was Royce O'Neal might start for the Utah Jazz and uh, transfer from Denver and coming out of high school uh, was a zero star guy by some scouting services so I think our staff's done a better job in uh, uh, really looking into the uh, intangible part of who fits our program who's going to be coachable and keep working hard and develop and uh, who would we want to have a part of our program and some of those guys aren't ranked some of them are That was Scott Drew at Sprint Center in October. You know, the Bears have played in the Big 12 Tournament Championship game three times in their history, all under Drew. And most recently, in 2014, Baylor is looking for its first championship. Hey, maybe this year. But Baylor, Kansas, West Virginia, and Texas Tech are NCAA Tournament locks this season. And most bracketologists have Oklahoma safely in the field if the season ended today. It's been an odd year for the Big 12 in that respect. There have been six straight seasons of at least six teams making the NCAA field, and most of those years it's seven. The streak looks like it could end this year. The Big 12's top-heavy. It often is, and I think in most years, one or two teams are capable of reaching the Final Four, and clearly Baylor and Kansas fall into that category. But the bottom is weaker than in most years. 
Kansas State's on the verge of a first-to-worst season. I didn't see that coming. TCU just broke a six-game losing streak by beating the Wildcats. Iowa State and Oklahoma State have struggled, and Texas is playing below expectations. Often in the Big 12 tournament, you can see an NCAA tournament team play on the first night when the bottom four seeds tangle. I think from uh, an at-large standpoint, that won't be the case this year. Still, the Big 12 is the nation's second-ranked conference behind the Big 10, and the league's been ranked first or second in the computer rankings uh, several years now. But this time it's on the strengths of its top two teams, Baylor and Kansas, who will deliver college basketball's game of the year on Saturday. Well, that'll do it for another Sports Beat KC, the Star's daily sports podcast. Thanks to Randy Mason for putting together today's show and to Chris Fickett for producing. Stories about KU, K-State, and the Big 12 can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. We'll be back on Tuesday for another episode of Sports BKC, where we talk sports in Kansas City every day.